welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kit, and Flick. Last week, we mixed up our storytelling techniques a little, and the party narrated their tale of their journey back to the Shimmerscale Tunnels themselves. Some of the journey went very smoothly, and some, well, didn't. The good news is, though, they arrived at their destination. The bad news is they failed the skill challenge that I set for them along the way. So at some point of my choosing in the future, each of them will have unavoidable disadvantage on some role. What role will be fated to fail for each of our adventures? I mean, I wouldn't do anything awful like giving them disadvantage on a death saving throw, right? <laughs> or would I? I hope not. Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hi. Hey. Hello. How are we all doing? Good, 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 good. Good. Mm -hmm. No, that was I was all (laughs) super enthusiastic and and immediate and excited. Um, If you haven't noticed, I sound like Barry White with a cold, so enjoy that, listeners. My apologies, I haven't stopped coughing for a week, so enjoy it. It's like Phoebe on Friends when she has that like sexy voice. She's like, "Bye, babies." <laughs> yes, sort of. Except I feel like her sexy voice like doesn't have that awful like phlegmy burble in the back of it. Ah, uh, you don't know that, but I do. I've I've seen the episode. No, you don't remember. Okay, all right. So you all have made it back to the Shimmer Scale Tunnels. And, uh, or to anyway, to the Cobalt territory, I should say. Uh, and you all have come back to, to check on the Cobalts, I suppose. So what are you doing? How are you approaching? What are you, what's the plan here? Well, we sent an animal messenger to let them know we were coming, didn't we? Yeah. Absolutely. Just knock on the door. Somehow that feels weird, <laughs> but, um, considering we are council members and we have the Shimmer Scale, I don't. I don't really think that they're going to... Yeah, I think Flick would be, like, more excited. I think he would, like, actually kind of barge in without being announced. <laughs> like, I think he would just, like, kind of go. Yeah, so as you all sort of approach where you know the the main entrance to the tunnels to be, you see um, several small groups, maybe two or three uh, uh, in a group. Uh, little groups of kobolds that are out uh, gathering supplies. There, Some of them are gathering what look like, you know... Uh, food berries and and other uh foliage that can be can be eaten some of them seem to be gathering bun- uh, gathering bundles of sticks or other supplies wood uh other sort of raw material type stuff um but you see several little small groups all around the perimeter of the of the main entrance but you uh they you know any of them that notice you sort of give you a wave I was going to say I'm going to like wave at them what they were doing just say hi yeah, they wave back. They they seem pretty intent on their work, but they wave back. Well, they're not glad to surprised see you at too. all. <laughs> they don't seem to be. No. I okay. Be with us, though. You live with us, and we keep running off and coming back. And- <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's a good point. It's, it's a good point. Also, like you know, you sent your messenger to the um. You yeah, sent your so messenger we said to we're on council, our way back. So yeah. maybe they maybe they spread the word. All right, let's go to the stump. Great. So you go down in what? The stump. Yes. So you go to the stump. Uh, you pull the branch, the stump opens up, down you head, and who are you going to, I mean, are you going to find the council first? Are you wandering around? Where Are you where are you going to someone's particular chambers? I think we should go to the council first. Yeah, the council chamber, just like the general there first, I guess. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's been a couple of months, but it's like midday and they should probably be, I mean, unless something has taken them elsewhere, at least some of them should probably be in those councils doing, you know, work stuff. Let's head there. All right. So there you head. And uh, as you get there, you see that, in fact, it is only Hawks that is uh, in in the council chambers. And uh, as you walk in, she sort of, as the door waves, she's down. She set up some sort of a, a desk, sort of a large desk that has these two... Uh, I don't know how to describe them, two little extensions on the sides uh, so that she can place sort of piles of books right next to her so that they're easy to grab and then open and put in front of her. And, uh, you know, Hawks, like, it seems like it's sort of just a, a big mess of disorganization, but she probably has some sort of method to her madness. Uh, and she's head down reading something. And as she hears the, as she hears the door to the chamber open and you also come in, she just sort of waves and sort of waves you off. Like, I'm busy. She doesn't even look up or say anything. She just sort of waves you all off. What? Hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and she sort of like slowly looks up. 
slowly turns around and she sees you all and she sort of delightedly like claps her hands a little bit and she now she like gestures for you to come in and she's like oh, oh I'm so terribly sorry I didn't I knew you all were coming but I had no sense of of how long it would be before you got here I'm so thrilled to see you all oh god I'm so sorry I didn't mean to be rude it's it's good to see you truly it is well that's good, good. I too. was a little yeah. I was a little offended but now we're good <laughs> <laughs> She says, oh, Flick, dear heart, such sensitive soul. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I think, he says through tears. Yeah, I know. He's like, it's okay. I promise. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've been on such an adventure. We can't wait to tell you about it. She says, um, well, I, I truly look forward to hearing it. And she says, um, and honestly, we've, we've been having quite an adventure here as well. I have to tell you. Nah. Things have things have changed uh, for the better. Ultimately, I think. Um, I think. Well, uh, if, please don't let me interrupt. Though, let me hear all about your travels. Um, can we get the other yeah. council members in? Because I feel like there's things that we need to discuss. Um, and instead of repeating our tale a couple times, like maybe we should get everybody and just get through gather it. round. Yes, she says absolutely, absolutely. Um. Before we do that, though, maybe I should take a few moments to just catch you up on the basics of yeah, of what yeah, you've missed. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes, um, I just feel it will be more expedient, if you know what I mean, uh, if you're already briefed before the others get here. Um, she says, "Well, first of all, you know we've seen Bria." What? No, yeah. we haven't. No. Oh, you've not. You've not gone to. Goodness, it's been over two months. She must be wondering where you are. We came back to you first. She says, oh, well, that was very sweet of you. Um, she says, well, yes, Bria came by and brought some of those <laughs> guardians with her. It was quite a shock to all of us, I have to tell you, to see her walking up with flanked by orcs and you on tea right behind her. We thought she'd lost her mind and turned on us, to be honest. Um, but at any rate, uh, they came and, and stayed for a few days. And, well, to make a, a long story short, um, they spoke to us about uh, the temple and Bria opened our eyes to the truth about the Shimmer Scale and the others of its kind, and anyway, we have decided that uh, that we would like to be a part of uh, the guard, the Order of the Guardians, and uh, they've currently got a few of our number in testing and training over at uh, at the temple. Exciting! Yay! So yes, so that's one big change. I have to tell you, it, it uh, that was definitely a very long story, very short. It was <laughs> uh, quite a shock, to say the least, uh, and difficult for many of us to sort of accept the truth of um, the history of the Shimmer Scale and its purpose and its uh, sibling artifacts. But um, but yes, yeah. anyway, uh, she sort of gets thoughtful there. Uh, she says, um, anyway, change is, uh, change is not always bad, even if it is uh, culture shattering. Anyway. <laughs> um, no! Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> She says, um, right, so you'll notice a few changes uh, in the council. Um, we decided that uh, since, you know, the four of you were gone and, and each of our little, well, to call them factions anymore seems passé, if you know what I mean. We've all really come together uh, in the last year and a half or however long it's been. Um, but anyway, since we lost Dear Meepo and Tess, uh, we thought it might uh, be best, in the event that you all ever returned, to sit back on the council if we replaced our numbers uh, to 12. And, of course, they're provisional council members because we need a full vote of, of all of us, including the three of you and, and Bria. But it's been nice to uh, to have new, fresh blood, younger blood, uh, a new sense of perspective on the council. Oh, of course. Uh, so Vaughn has taken an apprentice, uh, and she has joined us on the council. And uh, Dranks has uh, recruited uh, from the militia that he has up and running. Uh, one of his uh, lieutenants has also joined joined the council, and we're, we're quite pleased with their work so far. Nice. That's very good to hear. Yeah. Um, I love that. She says... She says, and and then there's sort of the biggest bit of news. I should probably wait for everyone to, to tell you, but I I do think it best if you have a bit of a heads up. I don't, um, I feel like you should know ahead of time. Um, and I'm not entirely thrilled that, it, that it's me who gets to be the one to prepare you, but, but that's all right. Um, you see, we're leaving. What? Leaving the tunnels? Leaving the last um, refuge? Well, well, yes. 
Yes. Why did you decide that you want to leave the tunnels? Well, you see, since you all have been gone, um, we've added uh, Tulip and uh, Jess to the council. But um, there has been another voice who has joined us and, and advised us from time to time, though uh, though they aren't uh, often present for meetings, rather sending messages through one or another of us. But, um, I, well, I believe you referred to him as Chuckles. Oh, I knew it. No. I knew it. Um, Chuckles. He's been, he's been very helpful, I have to tell you. And you know, it was difficult as you all left and took the touchstone and cornerstone of our entire culture with you. Which, oh. which please understand, I I sided with you, of course, and it was necessary. And honestly, in the end, I think it's for the best. You know, we've realized that we are a strong people. We've realized that we had some misconceptions about our past and about uh, the things that brought us to where we are. And now that we're free of those misconceptions, we're able to sort of look to our place in the larger world. And Chuckles has helped us to see that. And, and well, you see, he's told us that there is more to the world than simply the last refuge. Now, we're not all going, and it, it will be months yet before we're ready to send uh, a full-blown expedition out uh, into the wider world. But we've begun preparations, and um, it will be some months before we're able to send a full expedition. But we've begun preparations, we've begun gathering supplies, and, and we've begun plans to send out sort of... Um, Preliminary, uh, preliminary survey teams, as it were, to, to just sort of see what else is out there. Chuckles has, uh, said that there are, there are other lands to be found across the, the endless oceans. And, uh, perhaps we'll, we'll find them and, and find our futures there. Now, we won't all be going, of course. Um, we'll be leaving some of us uh, here. Um, that is so far in the future that, that we've not decided who will be staying, of course. Um, but uh, the past for the kobolds is is here, and we will always have a home here. But um, it seems that the future may be elsewhere. So I think it's great that you guys want to branch out and explore and and do all that. I don't think Chuckles is the way to go. I'm... Why is that? He's been so very helpful. Well, uh, I'm not as good of a note taker as Kit is. So Kit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was. Well, I was just going to ask. To back up a little bit, because in my gut I agree with you, but I'm I'm just curious to hear from them. What did he say? How did he convince you that this was the right path? And what did he show you or tell you about um, about the kobolds and about why why it is that you feel all now that you need to leave? That was great grammar. I did so good. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Um, well, you see. We'd been floundering a little bit since Bria and the Guardians left with some few of us uh, to begin the process of testing for guardianship. We didn't know where our future lay. We realized that our place on the Last Refuge, though important, was not what we thought it was, you know? Finding out that the Shimmer Scale was not a one-of-a-kind gift from our draconic ancestor was difficult for many of us, myself included. And so in that floundering, Chuckles came to us. He had already been advising us on small matters. He had given us notice that Bria was likely uh, coming to us with an offer that might change our futures. Um, he'd helped us in other small ways and advised us in other small ways as well. And at that point, he came to us and essentially said, you know, it was so odd. I don't think he's a kobold. Anyway, um, he uh, he came to us and, and said, you know, something along, it's been uh, several, several ten days now, but something along the lines of... Um, Little kobolds, there's so much more in this world than you can imagine, and and perhaps it's time that you went and sought it out, and that sort of germinated the seed of of, of expansionism and, and and exploration, and the council discussed it at length. I assure you, uh, you you may remember we we don't always see eye to eye, though though we have been getting along much better these days. But that doesn't necessarily mean that we don't disagree, and eventually. We did all decide that, in in fact, it was best to to begin to to set our sights outside of our small territory here. Interesting. You say that you're not sure that Chuckles is a kobold. Has he not talked to you about it or them or have you been perhaps to his chambers? Um, no, actually, that's part of why I sense that he's probably not kobold because we're not really sure where his chambers are. Um. As he began to come to us more and more often, uh, you know, we knew him at first as as your friend Chuckles, but um, 
as he began to come to us more and more, we, we tried to sort of, you know, see who he was. None of us recognized him immediately, and, and none of us could really tell what it was that he did or whether he had any family, and there seems to be no evidence of him uh, existing within this uh, tribe. Uh, no no living space, no um, work detail, no family. Um, and and he, occur- he, he refers to uh, the kobolds often as, as you rather than we. It's it's strange, but no, he's not mentioned an it or a them or anything like that. Um, I'm gonna turn to. I'm not even gonna waste any time, and I'm gonna turn to my friends and speak in celestial, and I want to tell them I want to go find him right now. I agree a hundred percent. I like don't even waste want to waste any time. I don't want to wait for any other of the other council members. I want to go now. In like a very calm, I'm gonna like not like look panicked or anything. I'm just gonna look at them very calmly and talk to them as celestial so that Hawks doesn't hear. But that's what I want to say. Okay, I'll follow that. Um, so do I get a nod from both of you, or yeah. like do I get? Okay, cool. So I'm gonna look back to Hawks and say, "This is this is all really interesting. I think um uh we'll be right back. I actually, it's been a long journey. I have to use the lavatory. I'm gonna go, you know, but." You know, yada, yada, I'm just going to get us out of the room. Okay. okay. Go ahead and make me a charisma deception check flick. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Uh, that's only a 14. Huck says, um, well, I know it's been a while since we've seen each other, Flick, but <laughs> you never were very good at lying to any of us. But, but that's all right. You, you do what you need to do. I'll begin to assemble the council. And uh, when you're ready, you three can come back and, and join us. Yeah, we'll be right back. We won't be long. She nods and, and uh, sort of closes up bookmarks and closes up some of her books and sets them, again, like into piles that seem to make absolutely no sense, but she seems to know exactly where everything needs to go. Uh, and she sort of opens the door and, and, and gestures for you all to, to uh, head out before her. All right, I want to go find his chambers. Yeah. So you all head to where you where you knew Chuckles' chambers to be before, and uh, do you go in? Do you knock? What do you do? I'm gonna look around because is it, remind me is there a door that leads into this? Okay, yes. so I'm gonna uh s- like at, as quietly as I can open the door. <laughs> okay, so you open up the door. And uh, as you open it up, you see, like, a family of three kobolds, like, sitting at a dinner table, all with, like, spoons to their mouths. And they are and staring. They look at you. <laughs> They're just staring at you as you open the door. That's, oh, uh, sorry, uh, um, at ease. <laughs> sorry. Just, like, close the door. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so, so we can't find his chambers moved. again. Uh, I'm trying to remember how magic? we found him last well, time. Well, we followed his chuckles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we were trying to get out for some reason, um, or we were running somewhere and took a detour to him chuckles. Yeah, because we heard him from afar. Yeah. Mm, my notes are useless. Well, useless. The, mm, <laughs> I just don't think I have any sort of spell that would help either. Um... We should have we should have asked Hawks if she had a means of getting in touch with Chuckles. <laughs> Instead of just running off into Yeah. I was confident. <laughs> I was yeah. confident. <laughs> that face, DM Jazzy Hands. Um, so <laughs> So I think in it's until we can find him, I think we should head back to the council, just talk with them and then discuss with them like our experience with Chuckles and let them know well, let's see what Our they have to say it. first, and then we'll okay. we'll talk about chuckles after we tell them about Sylphson and stuff. Because we gotta yeah. show, we gotta show them that we have all the keys. Well, maybe yeah. maybe I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. See, here's, I don't know. here's my only thing. Like, my first thought was that if we find chuckles, is that I actually use the amulet and get oh. him to talk to us. Well, maybe. Um, but at the same time, like, because they trust him, I'm a little bit nervous about telling them that I have the amulet and I'm attuned to it. Right? Well, there you go. Well, let's go back to the chambers then, quicker than we expected. All right, so you get back and, and Hawks isn't back with any of the um, the council as of yet, but they they do eventually start to come in, in sort of all as one. And, of course, Arik sees you all and can't contain himself and, and runs over. And, um, oh, I feel like we I have love one it. of those moments where like a bunch of people cuddle one puppy yeah like, I, yeah I think that's that's what like it is. the three of us like lift him up into a hug in the middle of, the, of us no <laughs> there are uh, a few differences 
that you notice. Um, obviously, there is uh, there are two new folks that come in, two new kobolds that come in. One stands next to uh, Varn, uh, obviously his apprentice. There's another that stands uh, amongst uh, Drenks's uh, side of the table, as it were. Drenks also uh, looks different. Does he have a um, beard? He is. He does. <laughs> it's November, so <laughs> no. He's um. He's he got big. Oh, he got he's he got juicing, swole, hasn't he? He got he got swole. Yeah. In <laughs> fact, um. In fact, he. Uh, thank you, Cobalt Press and the Creature Codex. His stat block has changed from basic Cobalt to Swolebold, which is an actual <laughs> no, creature yeah. stat block. That's my favorite thing. Stop. No, 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 no. <laughs> it is a it uh, is a creature so in the Creature Codex from Cobalt Press. Go look it up because it's both the worst and the best thing oh ever. Oh my god, Swolebold. <laughs> I can't wait to go see it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he been working out. Well, good for him. A flick will go up to him and pat him on the back and say, looking good, bruh. Oh god. <laughs> bruh. Uh, he for bruh. sure like pats you on the back, but also, but not gently. And he, yeah, he like knocks me down. <laughs> boom, boom, yeah. boom. <laughs> I can just hear uh, Flick's armor like resounding <laughs> sound. Yeah, like and he knocks me. He afterwards. knocks me on the ground, and he and uh-huh. it flicks like ow. <laughs> <laughs> the whole oh. council just laughs, and the it's sort of actually it's a nice strength. sort of refreshing sound to hear like all of them laughing together. Granted, it's Aww. at Flick, but still. Hey, still, it, as, I mean, I don't mind if it's at my expense. That's cool, as long as we're one Good. happy family again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's sit down. Uh, so, I want to know what Varn's reaction to us is. Um, Heap seems... It, it is better than it was the last time you all came back. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. he was... He hasn't said anything, but he, like, smiled and, like, nodded at you all and, and greeted you, you know, like most of the rest of the council did. Yeah. Okay. Important question. Are Varn and Arik still together? They're not standing next to each other at the moment. Oh, oh no. Okay, well, not all married people have to stay next to each other all the time. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Did they have little wedding rings when they got married? Can we look for uh, the rings? <laughs> I feel like they probably did cuz you all probably would have made them even if that wasn't a cobalt thing. <laughs> um so they don't look like they're wearing rings. No, 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 no. No. DM, we did I this. object. I object most strongly. This is the worst plot point in this entire campaign and I don't like it one bit. I protest strongly. You knew what you were doing when one of the couple was against you leaving and the other wasn't. Yeah, I'm not I... no. No. Don't try and blame this on us. This is not Listen, my fault. Listen, no. It Here's my thought process. There on are many this. things if in this we... campaign that is my that are my fault, and I will fess up. I will do. I will do that. Not this one. It's not my fault. <laughs> listen, listen, Flick. <laughs> Take a breath. It, I can't. <laughs> if outsiders, regardless of how close we are with other people, if something like that came between them, that sucks. But it has nothing to do with us. In all actuality, is that they couldn't get over their differences. Yeah. You're, Did they go to couples counseling? You're, you're right, Ms. Dira. You're right. It's not It's not us. It's okay. It's not our fault. We'll have drinks with Rx after this. <laughs> good. Good. Okay. Anyway. This this was the most important thing this that we needed biggest... to find out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I know. Everything else is secondary. I had an answer for you because I knew it would come up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, we'll sit down. I'll gather them around, and everybody needs to sit at the table. Okay, yeah. So everybody sits. Um, you get introduced to Tulip and Jess, um, who Can are... Can I just say I love, I love that one of them is named Tulip? Um, um, I was well, going to say, is Jess Tess's replacement? Because that's a little weird. <laughs> I know. It is. Well, that's... You know what? Okay. That's fine. Um, Tulip is uh, Varn's... Uh, Tulip is Varn's apprentice, um, and Tulip comes to us uh, from the phenomenal and wonderful Serena Marie of the Dungeon Rats. Um, she created Tulip uh, for a little one-shot that she was doing, and we, she and I were texting, and she told me about Tulip, and I was like, well, Tulip is now part of the oh, Shimmer Skill Tribe. That. Hope that's okay with you. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> 
How exciting. Um, Little Trapsmith in, apprentice. In Well, in the original world, uh, Tulip was a sorcerer, but it was in a world with no magic. And so all of Tulip's magic came via her inventions. And Aww, so... Aw, it's perfect. Uh, oh, cute. Yeah. So she's a, she's a Trapsmith apprentice, but she also does invent and so far has able to come up with inventions that mimic uh, the the uh, effects of some spells at this point. So That's amazing. I love Tulip. So anyway, that's Tulip. You get introduced to her. Uh, Jess, you get introduced to her as well. And uh, so do you all want to begin with your stories? Or, or how do you want this meeting to start? They're all sort of willing to defer to you in terms of let it, leading the meeting since, you know. Um, y- yeah. Yeah, let's, let's start with us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think so. I, w- I would like um, the way we got out of Silfson to be a little... Condensed. Less horrifying. <laughs> yes, that. But also, I'm, Less I would kind of like to keep the fact that I have the amulet to myself for now. Yeah. Ah. Okay. So did um. Here's a here's a question that I don't know the answer to. Did I don't remember? Did you attune to that thing? Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that yeah. happened. I mean, it's it's under my robes right now. Like right. I'm okay. I'm not flaunting it off, especially sure, sure, sure. once we heard about chuckles. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, well, th- now yeah. that you say that, I think, first off, I will take the shimmer scale out and put it on the table, just to show them um, that it's here and safe and it's cool. Yeah, so several of them sort of uh, almost flinch at seeing it, um, and they all sort of can't take their eyes off of it for a yeah. second, and then you sort of see them, you watch them sort of like steal themselves and nod and take their eyes take their eyes off of it and focus back on you and just wait for the story. Okay. Well, um then Flick will probably put it back in his bag <laughs> and um <laughs> then uh he'll start to tell the te- the saga that was the Silfson uh residency. And And I think we do it in song. Oh, uh, cl- clearly. The bonus episode to you come, realize maybe? realize that whenever that gets said, then we actually have to write a song, right? I, That's correct. Yeah, every time, yes, every time to, you promise that. I, to the opening of Sweeney Todd, obviously. <laughs> no, that's, that is very complicated, and that I'm going to leave that up to you. Cut it out, okay, cut though. it out. I never said it. <laughs> yeah. Silson oh, no. Sil- Sil- Todd. Attend the tale of Silson Todd. <laughs> Um, great. So, uh, what are we... uh, uh, Okay, so we're telling the tale. What are we leaving out, friends of mine? Um, I don't think we're telling them that we killed the orc in the woods. (laughs) No. No, I wouldn't tell them that yet. Ashamed of that, are we? No. Still, yeah. It's unnecessary to the story. There's just a lot of killing that is necessary to the story, so... Let's not make ourselves look too terrible. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I feel like other than that, we can leave most of it in. I feel like I feel like the rest of the story is pretty cohesive and will give them an idea of what we've been what we have been dealing with these past months. Right. I think they should know, especially why it took us so long to come back, which is, you know, we were under the Mage Ascendant spell. Yeah. Um, And I mean, we can tell them that we killed him, but we I don't think we should tell them more than that. Yeah, I agree. I think we tell them that we had to kill him in order to leave and also in order to protect I don't know, them in the long run. But yeah, I think that really we can be pretty honest with them. Yeah, so you sort of tell them the story and, and they nod along and, and, you know, gasp in the appropriate places and 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 congratulate you and clap in the appropriate places and, and all of that. Um, and the story ends and, and um, so do you Bizdir, you wanted to sort of keep it under wraps that you had the thing. So do you do you tell them that part before about leaving that you got what you went for? Because they're gonna ask if you didn't. Uh, yeah, but I'm not gonna elaborate. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, they... all, they'll just say like, "Did you did you get what you were looking for?" Yeah. Um, and then they're going to say, "And was it another one of the the shimmer scale artifacts?" I'm gonna change the subject. I'm gonna ask them about. Um, their plans with leaving like how or like how they've been for the past few months and a few of them sort of smile knowingly but they don't they don't pursue it and so they begin to tell you about their plans um they have sort of a long game planned out it's it's several months uh that they have planned out down the future and it doesn't even really cover everything um right now they're sort of in the in the gathering and stocking up phase um they hope to 
In the next, oh, month and a half or so, they hope to send out their first sort of excursionary force uh, to go and and see what lands they can find. Um, they're hoping to get them out early enough that they'll have time to sort of find a safe place to set up a very temporary camp and then get back to the last refuge before uh, winter closes in too harshly. Um, so they're sort of hurrying a little bit for that part of the plan, but then, you know, they sort of figure that winter they'll have to mostly hole up and won't be able to do a ton in terms of actual excursioning, so it'll have to wait until spring for for uh, them to respond to whatever the excursionary force finds and things like that. But um, they, they all seem pretty unified in their purpose. They mention a few times that, like, final decisions haven't been made about who will go and who will stay, and they all sort of seem to be just very on the same page about everything. Um, do they know, like, where they're going to be going? Or is it just kind of like they're just following Chuckles's recommendations? Yeah, so they're building, and this is a big thing for them because they've sort of never done anything like this. But they're building watercraft, mm-hmm. and we'll be heading, we'll be heading sort of northeast-ish, um, which is both the that's both from Chuckles' uh, advice, but also there have always been stories of kobolds who um, searched far afield from kobold territory over the years and saw. Um, lights out over the ocean to the, on the other side of the island. So they figure there must be something out there, so they're just going to sort of head in that direction and see what they find. Like the lights that we saw outside of Silfson? Which you mentioned now out loud? Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't remember that if that was just a kit thing or if it was everybody. I think I would have told you guys that I, I saw them at some point. Yeah, That's yeah, true. yeah. That's true. That's true. At some point yeah. during our many days of travel, I would have said, oh, there was this weird thing that I saw. Coolio. Yeah, so I'll I'll kind of look to Kitten, say that in Celestial. Um, and I will look thoughtful, because I don't know how to bring this up in a way that makes sense. <laughs> I, I would really like to know if we should... Oh, I'm like, my brain. Um, should we tell them everything that we know about Chuckles and everything that we uh, assume about Chuckles? <sighs> Well, I mean, those are two vastly different categories. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, yeah, that's we. I mean, we're freaked I mean, out by him, but like, he may not be the worst. But I also, I'm also wondering if we should tell them about our experience with the hag. Oh, uh, oh, I don't know. Chuckles. Well, if anything, I think my opinion on the hag is that she was drawing on the fact that we were freaked out by Chuckles, and he may not actually be terrible. He may just be. You but know what I mean? How do we know that? Like, how would she know about Chuckles and know she's how? She's just to drawing. She's drawing on, on our, our like, fears, fears and what we think about him and what we're afraid of, and the fact that we are afraid of him. Kind of, you know what I mean? Because it. Well, the fact that we're afraid is because he lived in a dimension somewhere else. Well, he yeah, he lives in some you know where or he I don't know he comes back and forth from a place that we can't see you know whatever. Um, and I think we should. With no judgment at this point, we should tell them what our, yes, what exactly our experience was with Chuckles and not any of our assumptions, but just this is what we experienced. We don't know that much about him, but if this is the plan that you want to follow, you need to know what we know about this being. About this being that you've been talking to, and also we need to specifically relay the transfer into that other dimension or, like, whatever that you guys experienced, and with yeah. the kobolds that mm-hmm. set you back. Because they were kobolds. Yeah, I think so. So we'll relay that. Okay, so as to the uh, other dimension or whatever that you all went to, Hawk sort of nods and says, I thought he wasn't from around here. And they all sort of chuckle. <laughs> chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> um, they say, um, honestly, Hawk sort of takes the lead on this because it seems that she was sort of the one that had the most contact with him. Sure. She says, honestly, I I understand and frankly share some of your concerns. Um, it did take some getting used to um, interfacing with this individual. But he's been nothing but helpful at this point. And frankly, frankly, at this point, the decisions that we've made about leaving and the plans that we've made have been as much our own as they have his. Uh, True, he's helped us with the direction, and he germinated the seed in the first place. But honestly, the tribe needed something. After you all left, there was uh, a certain amount of chaos, but, you know, we had our traditions to cling to and our way of life to cling to. After Bria came and told us the truth of of everything, there was really very little left for us. 
um, in terms of a purpose, in terms of a way forward, in terms of, of, of things to hold on to. And so we needed this. And so even if his purposes are not entirely altruistic or good, uh, this is what we've decided to do. And, um, I don't think he's had such a hand in our plans that, that it endangers us any more than this is a dangerous venture in, in the first place, which we're aware of. You know, the, um, the brave kobolds who have volunteered to be a part of the first expeditionary force are fully aware that there is every chance that they will not return. You know, we have no idea how far away these other lands are. We have no idea whether or not a simple boat of our creation will be able to get them there and back. Um, so there are dangers, and perhaps Chuckles is one, but I don't think he's any greater one than than anything else that we are willing and, and able to face. Um, in terms of what he is and where he's from, well, he's not chosen, he's not seen fit to share any of that with us, and... Um, Frankly, we all agreed a long time ago that we, we weren't going to sort of look this gift horse in the mouth. He's been very helpful, and um, at such time as he sees fit to show us this other realm of kobolds, then we'll look into it. And I, I can't lie, <laughs> when you mention that there are kobolds living in another dimension, I absolutely am going to look into that. Uh, <laughs> that but, surprises uh, me none. <laughs> um, and that, that gets a few laughs from some of the other council members also. Um, but um, thank you for, for your concerns, and, and we certainly will keep on our guard perhaps a bit more than we than we would have, but um, I don't think that necessarily changes much for us. And okay, I okay. respect that. <laughs> yeah, I think Flick would completely yeah. 100% respect that, because I think it's actually a great thing that you're, you know, um, you're reaching out and, you know, expanding your... Um, I don't even. I don't know. Whatever. You're you're doing great things, and I think They're you should keep going. Broadening their horizons. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, I don't know what a sentence is right now. <laughs> Me and words suddenly working. That's weird. <laughs> um, next that, is that kind of day. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally. Um. So, what is the next order of business after that? Should we talk about? Oh, who? Who are you asking? <laughs> oh, that I'm asking. Um, mainly myself. But uh. Okay. <laughs> Um, who, oh, uh, Flick wants to know who went with Bria to train, it, was it just random kobolds who, like, volunteered, or? Yeah, there were some, so they explained that there were some preliminary, um, like, preliminary uh, ability tests that the Guardians uh, did in private with anyone who wanted to volunteer, and they picked uh, about five kobolds, none of them were council members, or, or they don't think anyone that you ever met or spend much, spent too much time with, but there were five that were chosen to, or deemed uh, able and capable enough to uh, to undergo the the testing back at the uh, at the temple grounds. Cool, I like I that. I would like to know how Bria was doing. How'd she look? She did she seem happy? Did she look tired? Uh, did she look skinny? Like what? How are they treating her? Are they feeding her appropriately? <laughs> uh, Arik said she looked good. She did look tired, but she she looked fairly happy. Um, she was, you know, she. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> How, you all look kind of funny to me still, even after <laughs> all this time. So yeah. okay, that's fine. We look funny to you, huh? <laughs> nah, I'm just you kidding. So I'm just joking. You at least have a tail. I'm just joking. I know, I know. At least I have horns and a tail. Um, great. Well, I think that's nice. I feel like there's a billion like things that I have in my mind, but I can't bring any one of them yeah. to the forefront. You know what I mean? I um, want to kind of broach talks with Varn, but I kind of. I think that's more personal. Sure. So maybe when we um, wrap up, we can just okay. try to catch him. Sure. I was about to say, I mean, if we want to like go about our business, I know Flick really still wants to find Chuckles. Right. Yeah, so I before agree. We, bef- before we leave the council, though, so you all came back, um, and I, I never asked you all for any specific reasons that you came back, but do you feel like whatever you came back to do, you've you've done in terms of the whole council? Did you get the information you wanted? Like, I was... I never had any idea why you were coming back other than to check on them, so did you get what you needed from this group, at least for the moment? Um, I think for the moment, we've gotten everything. I agree with Flick that we need to find Chuckles because my understanding, or at least my gut feeling, was that we came back because we worried that maybe there was something wrong and maybe there was a larger threat here and something that was worming its way into here, so I think that um. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm still not entirely convinced that that's not accurate. I think it's Yeah. Mm, I have so many anyways, opinions. I think 
I think that for now, they seem happy. There's nothing immediately threatening them. Nobody is dead. But I think that we have a little bit more research to do before we go and find Bria. I have. Oh, we were going to ask them about how Chuckles communicates with them and how like his comings and goings and all that, right? Sure. Yeah, let's do that now. Uh, sometimes it's just notes um, that he leaves for, for her or for various council members uh, about things. Um, sometimes he'll come to them in their private chambers. He, he has never been into uh, the council chambers to address the full council all at once. But sometimes he'll he'll sort of come to their chambers, not like appear inside of them or anything, but he'll like, you know, knock on their door and be outside and, and chat with them privately. Okay. For some reason that makes me more uncomfortable. He knows where they live. <laughs> I just had a thought <laughs> that is unrelated to any of this, but that we did not discuss. Um, where's Zagara? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we forgot about Zagara. <laughs> where's Zagara? <laughs> oh no. Shit. I hate this game. <laughs> Would we have just taken him to our quarters and left him there? Sure. Just right. be neat and clean about it. Locked sure. him in. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Locked him in. Stay here. <laughs> and Bizdir will be like, fucking stay here. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, what? Oh my god, he's going to steal everything with the cobalt. <laughs> we didn't leave anything valuable there. It's like our cops. I don't know, but he's going to go like rummage through their quarters and stuff. I hate him. Bizdir, Bizdir give me a uh, persuasion with advantage, please. Or intimidation, whichever you prefer. I mean, I prefer the intimidation. It's just whether or not it's better. Sorry to throw a wrench into the plans. I just no, realized. honestly, kind of an important thing. So, <laughs> how'd that go? I mean, I, I have a plus zero charisma, so it's a ten. Okay, great. So he's like, oh, yes, Bizdira, yes. No, what did he call you, Scary Lady? No. Yeah, I think Scary, scary lady? lady. Okay, yes, yeah. yeah, Scary Lady. She'll kind of like put a handle or a hand on her dagger too. Just be like, mm, yeah, I don't trust you, little shit. I'll cut a few mushrooms. Um, and I'm gonna give him a task to do, which is to prepare the herbs we've been collecting so we can make some potions. So at least he's doing something, I hope. Yes, Toad Lady. <laughs> toad Lady. He did used to call you Toad Lady. I used to call you Wolf Lady, but you haven't oh, turned wolf into a lady. wolf in a while. Oh, I miss being a wolf. <laughs> cool. Okay. I felt like we dealt with a lot Great. of. So now that like, we've now that we've addressed Zagara, <laughs> now we've dealt with a lot of like odds and ends n- now with the council, and I think we're. Oh no 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 no! Flick had one more question for okay. Hawks. Yeah, and it was if she knew he's going to remember the well that we found. Oh yeah, a little bit ago. Oh yeah, and he is going to ask her if she knows anything about. Not specifically the well, but also there were runes of like summoning on it. If she knows if uh, of any sites of uh, like I, I don't know some sort of summoning rituals or anything of a his- the history of that, if she knows anything about it, because I have a hunch as a player, like I have a hunch, but I don't know if Flick would like. I don't know. We'll see. She doesn't in specifics, but she's been looking through a lot. Like she's been trying to collect as much like old world lore as possible to to get sort of any sort of hints about like the the place that the kobolds originally came from to, just anything to sort of guide them you know where they're headed sure, when they yeah. do these expeditions so she has been doing some research about the history of the island so she you know she says you know if you could sketch out what you saw or describe what you saw and and I'll take notes or whatever um she'll certainly you know, look into it as part of her research Happy since to. she's looking for historical things anyway. Yeah, Flick will do that, yeah, to the best of his ability. Yeah, great. Anything else for the council? Not for yeah, me. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I think we're good. Alright. So, uh, then you all had things that you sort of, uh, two of you want to go find Chuckles, and one of you wanted to do something else. Talk to Varn. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, which do you want to do first? Uh, talk to Varn. Okay. Um, so what's the plan for talking to Varn? I guess when we break, we'll We'll try to catch up with him and be like, Farn, you know, can we can we address the elephant in the room? Oh gosh. And he's he, like, What's an elephant? Yeah, he's like, What's that? <laughs> right. All of a sudden, I'm very uh, no, no. that we're trying to ignore. They had an elephant in the trials, remember? You were yeah. like oh, you're trumpeting. Right. Yeah. I forgot. 
Ms. Jumbo. Um, so he sort of, uh, he nods at Tulip and he tells her to head back to the workshop and he'd, he'd meet her presently and he just turns to face you and he says, um, no, we are no longer together. Yes, we are still friends. No, it is not really any of your business. But yes, we are both happy. That was not what we wanted to talk to him about. <laughs> that, yeah, I'll say I appreciate the uh, upfrontness of all that. Um, that was while well, we're sad to hear about the um, breakup. That actually wasn't our concern. Our concern was our relationship with you. I know we didn't leave on the best of terms with you. He he goes, oh, <laughs> right. right. Misunderstanding. <laughs> yes, no, obviously that's that's what you meant, not my marriage. Anyway, uh, yes, no, we're... We, obviously, we feel bad. We we never <laughs> wanted to be any potential reason for why you, you guys split up. As, but <laughs> and flick over that's it. between you and Arx that... That is what and it is. Fl- what we want to know is, flick over, are we okay? Flick over to the side is, like, wiping away a single tear. He's like, yeah, we didn't really care about that at all. Like, it was, no, we don't no, care. obviously we care. We're not happy, but <laughs> we want to Yeah, we didn't sure want to talk to you about that at all. No, we didn't care. I wanted to talk oh, to Rx God. about that. <laughs> right. He says, um... Right. Well, anyway, let's, uh, stop talking about it then. And, uh... <laughs> we're fine. I, um, you're, and he, he sort of, he looks uncomfortable, but also like determined to like have this out. And he just says, uh, I, you started something that was necessary for this tribe before I felt the tribe was ready and before I was ready, but we were never going to be able to be the same and to keep our traditions from the moment you all set foot in the tunnels. And... There are downsides to that, and there are upsides to that, and since Bria left, we have all really come to terms in our own way, but have all come to terms with the fact that the face of this tribe and our future is changing, and will be very different than we expected. And I don't know yet if I can thank you for it, but I certainly don't hold it against you. I think Flick will look at him in a very meaningful way, and... (laughs) ask him well in a very like serious and and kind of respectful way and say as a member of the council i'm sure you will have this choice ahead for you but have you decided whether you want to stay or go um he says i haven't um and we have not discussed uh how the selection process will be done so i don't know if i'll have the choice but um i've tried not to think about it there is much to prepare and it will be some time before any of us on the council are able to go. We did decide that for at least the first expeditionary round or two, no council members could be spared to to go on such dangerous missions sure. away from the tribe as we make these preparations. So I don't foresee that becoming a crossroads in my path uh, any time before next spring at the very earliest. And I've tried not to think about it. There are... I am getting better with change, but it is still very much not in my comfort zone. Good on you. I get that. Yeah. Change All right. is difficult. Um, Bizdira will kind of, like, screw up a little bit of courage and give him a hug. Oh, and he is a little awkward about it, and then he sort of relaxes and hugs you back a little bit. Cute! Um... <laughs> It's it's pretty awkward, I think, from both parties, so... Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's maybe not cute, but... Um, <laughs> it's it's one of those, like... Uh, uh, I don't know, this is what we do. I've seen people do this. Uh, I think, I'm uncomfortable yeah. with it... just the description. I can't imagine <laughs> actually watching it. <laughs> You're welcome. Meanwhile, meanwhile welcome. Flick is still shedding away a single tear. It's too beautiful. Oh, Lord mercy. So uh, Varn extricates himself and says, I, I should I should really go see to Tulip. See to your uh, Tulips. And he, he... What? Stop. <laughs> so he heads out. Uh, he, he bids you all farewell and heads towards his workshop. And uh, as you all are heading to go find Arx or to go back to your chambers, or what's the plan next? Chuckles. Um, um, I want to check on Zagara. There, yeah, I want to yeah. make sure I don't he's care about Zagara. Supposed to be really good. So as you all, as you all, you head back to your to your chambers, and as you all get outside the door to your chambers, um, from inside you hear no, <laughs> no, Zagara. Ah! And that is where we're going to stop. He's got Zagara. I hope he's eaten him. 
I'm so Thanks nervous. so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out if Chuckles ate Zagara. <laughs> him. Oh, God. Oh, God. A little mushroom head. <laughs> he done we ate forgot him. about if him. Now he's going to be eaten. What's happening? <laughs> if you enjoyed your listening experience, it would be much appreciated, which somehow we haven't used in the last year and a half, if you could leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you download your podcast from. The more five-star ratings and reviews we get, the better our placement on those sites, and the better our placement, the more people we will get to listen. It doesn't have to be a long review at all, and the ten seconds it'll take you to leave it really do help us out a ton. So if you haven't already, open up your podcast app and leave that rating. And speaking of ratings, we have a new one! Yay! Yay! Miss Jones 901 says, Fantastic storytelling, lovable characters. Fun intro to D&D. I knew nothing about this game. You know how much we love our newbie listeners. And now I get and now I get the references. Yay. (laughs) Beyond just my fascination with the game itself, this particular homebrew is well conceived, sweet, funny, scary, parentheses, that Halloween episode though. Dramatic and just fun all around. It is obvious the players and the DM truly love the game and are invested in the story they're telling, and it gets me invested. Five thousand gold stars for everyone. Well, thank you. Miss Jones D&D I'm just going to go ahead and add uh, a thousand five star ratings in my brain since you gave us five thousand gold stars so there you you go (laughs) remember that you can in addition to leaving us reviews reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at at DND last refuge that's at D the letter N D last refuge love to have you follow us let us know what you think of the show of course you can also email us at DND last refuge at gmail.com we also have a Patreon page, as you're more than aware, I'm sure. Our generous patrons pledge a monthly sum of as little as $1 in exchange for membership in an inner circle of fans who get access to all sorts of cool benefits and perks, like bonus content, early access to certain episodes, character sheets, and more. Check out everything you can get your hands on at patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge. That's Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Right now, we want to thank some of our awesome patrons. Thank you so much to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Los Vargases and Eliyahu of Merc Grove. And since it's the end of the month, to our Shimmerscale council members, Sabria Alston, Nat Rose, Tony Ayelis, The Geekery, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, and Lucas Hokum. If you want to get shoutouts on the show, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron. We also, of course, do still have our website with character and player bios, fan art, a list of conventions that the Last Refuge team will be attending, and a link to our Patreon. Our web address is www.dndlastrefuge.com. Speaking of conventions, our story consultant Robert, Kit, and myself will be at PAX Unplugged in Philadelphia in just two days' time. Woohoo! Friday, November 30th through December 2nd, we will be at PAX Unplugged getting our game on, so if you're going to be there too, drop us a line so that we can say hi in person. We want to thank BattleBards for providing a lot of the fantastic music you hear on our show and D&D Beyond for being generally amazing in all the ways. Check out both of those services at BattleBards.com and dndbeyond.com. As always, I finally want to thank Robert Huff, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. Oh, before I, we get there, I also thanks again to Cobalt uh, Press for the Creature Codex and the Swobold, and to Serena Marie of the Dungeon Rats for Tulip, our newest council member, one of our newest council members. Um, you can check out Serena's work uh, with the Dungeon Rats at thedungeonrats.com. You can get their podcast feed. They have just started a brand new season and brand new arc of their campaign. They've only at this point released, ooh, I don't know, two episodes, I think. Uh, so check them out on iTunes and Google Play and all the places where podcasts are. They're awesome. And Serena, thank you so much for bringing us Tulip. Okay, now, thank all of you for listening. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Bizdira, Kit, and Flick. Happy gaming, y'all. Sorry, this Ricola is shattering into pieces in my mouth.